0: Welcome to another episode of the Midwest Flyways podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the cleanest gas station in the Midwest. (laughs) Quick Trip. (laughs) I'm not lying. It's for real. Please check them out. If you're in the Midwest, you will not regret it, whether it's food, whatever it is you need to get, and you're on a hunting trip, whatever.
1: Yeah, I saw the propane. Is that from Quick Trip out there? They
0: sell propane and propane accessories. (laughs) (laughs) They sell that. They've got gas too. Uh,
2: Diesel. I mean- They got gas. (laughs) They got gas.
0: It's clean. They got a restroom. It's clean in there
2: guarantee cow's, it. cal has got gas too, but trust yes. me, you don't want to buy that shit. Different different <laughs> kind. I do
0: not sell propane and propane accessories, and let's go. What's up guys? Connor's actually back. Connor's hey. in the studio today. Holy shit. Connor. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable you're alive. Good to see you, man.
1: How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I I have recovered recovered from uh from my elk hunt that i was out filming i was filming i did not shoot an elk okay but yeah i was did anyone shoot an elk no while you were there no so it was a special draw unit in idaho okay only uh they only have 20 tags for the whole unit Hmm. and um i was there with another company filming and the uh, marketing director for that company got um got the tag and so he was there we were there to make content um we were there to you know to, to produce so their products and everything and get a big bull and yeah we, we did not but we we got two wolves really yeah. yeah
0: that's i saw something about that so what happened with that
1: yeah that so, was on purpose or no yeah no for sure so so we were there to get an elk and that we were on t- the top of the hill and um and we could see it like early in the morning probably about you know nine o'clock or so sun's coming up over the mountain whatever and we could see this elk. It was probably about a, a two eighty elk, three hundred elk. And by the way, three hundred for those of you that don't know, three hundred elk is a good elk. Three three hundred to three fifty. That's a that's what a, is that referring to? The inches length. You sure. Know, it's, it's just like of how the you antlers. Dealers. Yeah. Okay. Um. It's it's like how you measure a deer too, but okay. Um. It, out west, they don't like do ten point. You know. Oh sure. They do like six by or five yeah. by four, well, six I, by six. I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. It yeah. was and so anyway it was about a, a you know 280 elk uh, maybe 300 elk and um so, so what
2: was that a four by
1: four six by six. Oh wow so we were watching it and um and then we saw that it like went out of the woods this patch of woods and then we saw that it was being chased by something that was white and so we got on the camera got it zoomed in super close and we saw that there was these two wolves that were chasing the elk back in the woods dude (laughs) and and, um and we didn't realize this until the it it took the entire herd of like about nine elk eight or nine elk through this patch of timber and they kind of like spread out a little bit and then they came back right into a line and just like beelined it out of this timber and then all of a sudden we see six other wolves Oh out of this timber. Yeah. So they they like, you know, pack animals, they had literally corralled these elk into this patch of timber to kill it. It was, it was pretty insane. So the guy that we were with is a local to Idaho. um, And it's 16 bucks to have a wolf tag. And so he bought two, you know, sure. He's like, ah, you know, like if we see a wolf, I'll shoot it. Like, you know, 16 bucks, dude. Yeah. 16 bucks. Yeah. So he bought two of them. And so he's like, dude, I have a tag on this. And so he used his elk call to to do like a wolf <clears throat> call into it. Oh really? Because he had watched a YouTube video about how to do it in an elk call. And I was like, that doesn't sound like a wolf at all. You know, like what the like, okay, whatever. You know, it, usually you'd think like, oh you know, like and actually like sure sound like a dog or a wolf or whatever. But it was it was like ooh like and just, <clears throat> just holding it out, you know, and it was like I was like, that's kind of weird. Huh. Um and but sure enough, after the elk like were running away, the the wolves stopped. And he, he threw out that call and they started moving and cause they started, they started yipping and yelling and whatever. And you could, it was really cool and kind of eerie. Yeah. And, um, and then they started moving over and mind you, we are, uh, 1200 yards across a valley. Okay. So we're on the other side of this, like mountain Valley and we're watching these elk on the other side of the yeah the thing. And, um, so they have to come all the way around towards the North and, and like loop around or whatever, or go down into the Valley and come up. And they start running, um, and the and it's the lead wolf that's bringing them. He's like this, like half white wolf, okay. And um, to and you so, guys, yeah. And so we're we're in this like patch of rocks. It's kind of like a cliff area, and and so then we see him, and then we lose him. And one of our uh one of the hunters is glass, and he's like he's seeing him. He's trying to describe where it is for the camera so we can like film it or whatever. And I'm like. No, these are going to come up right over this ridge. Like they, the, the lead wolf went down. He's going to pop up right over this ridge. And so I repositioned my camera to see where this is going to be. And, and so fucking badass. And so I, I, uh, ranged it, um, or they, they ranged it. I was like, how far is it to that tree? Like that's right there was just right on the ridge and they're like 150 yards. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I, and my camera is not a zoom camera. And so like, it's not very far zoom, but 150 yards, like I could zoom into that, Yeah, you know? I couldn't like a six hundred yard shot. I can't get you know, and that's why we have special cameras for it. But for this one, I could, and so I like get ready, you know, get the tripod out, even like put it on my vortex tripod um, that I, it's super light. It's yeah, great. Uh, put it on there, and then the uh, and then um, we just sit there and wait, and then I see the wolf first because I repositioned, and, you know, whatever, and I was like. I was like, here it comes, you know, and, and, I, and I said it, I said it in my normal voice. I didn't whisper. And afterwards they, they were like, why didn't you just, like whispering you know? on? And, and, but I, it's because people like when you whisper, it's like, people don't like, what, 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 what? you know, and like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like they get louder. And Absolutely. I was like, but like just with a calm voice, if you're just like, all right, there's the wolf. It's Coming up this right side of the hill, you know, and like, and that's what I said. And everybody's like, and then they like they zone in, and yeah. And this guy, the guy that had the two tags, his name was Casey, he was right behind the um, it was 300 Weatherby. And if you don't know much about the 300 Weatherby, it's a freaking huge <laughs> round, okay? okay? Like, you'd shoot a wolf with like a 5.56 five, and a 300 uh, Magnum, it's like, oh, it's huge, and so um, or 300 Weatherby. And so we, so the wolf comes up and I could see it through the trees. And as soon as I said it, then it kind of be lined up towards, cause it, you know, it could hear me and it be lined up towards and was 120 yards away. I'm recording in 4k 60 frames. He just smokes it. And, and then as soon as the Casey smokes it, the wolf, you know, pumbles and it was a big wolf too, 120 pounds ish. Okay. Yeah. And Casey jumps up and starts running. He goes, okay, stay with me. Just grabs his weather bee and just bolts towards, um, towards the edge of the, the cliff or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And so I grabbed the whole thing with the tripod and everything. And just, I'm like running after him or whatever. And he like bolts and is like calling through his elk tube, doing a wolf call while he's running with the weather bee and whatever. Gets down on a rock, reloads, points it at another one, smokes it. So in a matter of 30 seconds, we down two wolves and it was, wow. yeah, it was insane. Sounds epic. But, that's so sick. And, so did they when you started calling yeah. did they literally just forget about the elk? Well, the elk were running away. And so and they were outside the pack circle. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they were like, well, okay, and and once they did that then they started yipping and yelling and like, you know, and I th- that when they yip and yell, it's usually they have just made a kill or they're They've trying lost they're kill. trying to find other wolves or pack their pack and, you know, and bring their pack back together. So now was so. the wolf call that he did was
2: that like a wolf in distress? Or what?
1: I don't know, I, but it, it sounded th- at one point they called back similarly, but it's I think it was what an alpha male wolf would sound like really? because the alpha male wolf is who came and the one that we killed. We killed two male wolves, and one was like mange and <coughs> the paw was pretty big. the The teeth were big. I put it on my Instagram. Yeah, um, it was sick. The but the other thing is that they were bounty tags, and so if you bring back the uh, proof of sex for the wolf it was $2,500 a wolf that you could get reimbursed Whoa. for like hunting gear and stuff. You would have to give receipts of like your plane ride, your your ammo, your, your stuff, you know? Are but you th- serious? You can get reimbursed up to five grand for that. And it's like- Holy shit. Yeah.
2: Like wh- why do they do
1: that? It's it's in, it's in um it's not the state it's like an association a federal that, deal I think it's like a foundation that's like trying to like save the elk you know and so they're like hey if you prove that you shot a wolf we'll reimburse you of your stuff up to five up to twenty five hundred dollars a wolf holy shit yeah
0: that is significant yeah. I mean how can they I mean how survive could you, how
1: could you not pull a wolf because apparently it's really hard because well, we, they're very smart we didn't shoot an elk and. Um, The film that I was making was supposed to be about this rare tag shooting an elk. And now we're probably going to make a film about the elk or a film about the wolves. Right. And how we shot wolves. Because apparently, like, I got really good footage of this wolf dying. And apparently, that's really rare. So, wow. What are the chances you can put that on Midwest (laughs)
2: Flyways? Yeah, probably not. Fuck. Um, That's crazy, man. Yeah. Those things are such beautiful creatures. And the thing that, like, killing a coyote is. Like, you know, Connor. Yeah. It's super cool. And like, they are smart. Yeah. Coyotes are fucking smart. Now to outsmart a wolf on a call. Yeah. On an elk call? Is, <laughs> that is cool, dude. Do you have video yeah. of him
1: calling? And the whole pack, yeah. Yep. Wow. It's, uh. yeah, no, it, it sounds really cool. To
2: see, to see a wolf pack surround an elk herd of nine. I don't even know if you'd call that a herd, but. Yeah like see that and then pull them away from that yeah and kill two like an alpha male and a
1: male that is yeah that is really
2: so fucking cool
1: the six that were left they ran over the mountain and then they scared elk over to us and so then we made a play on a 300 uh inch elk a different one that uh was a little bit bigger than the first one we didn't get to him um before he he got wise to us or his, his cows winded us and and left but um yeah it was it was a day it was a cool day and then after that we didn't see elk for three days really <laughs> yeah oh my god. we covered 52 miles oh my god one day it said on my like apple in watch in three days yeah well four days 52 miles in four days <gasps> and it said on my apple watch that we climbed uh 242 flights of stairs in one day okay it was a <laughs> it was a 16 15.6 mile day 242 flights of stairs. Who blind. all did that? Did Nate do that? Yep. Nate was with me. Dude, Nate is a trooper. He's been there for a month. Yeah. And he's been like doing this kind of stuff. And this isn't even the worst hunt. Like California Creek that we do, man, that's the worst hunt. That no like that that's like sheep hunting in the lower forty eight. It's insane. And so you're literally talking Greek to me. Sorry. Like, it's like it's a really hard hunt. <clears throat> you walk on land that is not meant to be walked on. Is Nate in the best shape of his life? It, he's skinnier. I'm sure. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. He 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 takes creatine when he's out there and drinks a bunch of water to try and keep his muscles and stuff. But yeah, he's he is skinnier.
2: What is the shit of him being on a on a on a show. On a game show. <laughs> yeah, what? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah he what? Was, he was on a
1: game show with Jay Leno, you
2: bet your life. So here for everyone who doesn't remember who Nate Hyde is, he is another cameraman for us and he works for Connor full time at Old Media, but also he is the Boy Scout. Yeah.
1: Yeah. From that past episode. He's the most decorated Eagle Scout in the country. Ever. Yep. Ever. He's yep. a badass. Nate Height. Yeah, he's twenty two now, so he's no you know, he's just the Eagle Scout for life. But um yeah, he's <laughs> He, uh, yeah, he is, he, and because of his Eagle scoutness, he was put on this TV show. You bet your life. Really? Yeah. That's why, that's why they found him. They messaged him on, Oh, uh, they found him. Yeah. They messaged him on Facebook and they were like, Hey, I see that you have this amount of, you know, whatever, whatever. And is, am I right in my research that you're the most decorated Eagle scout ever? and he, you know i would like you to we want you to come on this tv show and like like they had done extensive research on him before holy shit and i was like wow that's real cuz he he showed it to me he's like you think this is real like i'm like yeah they gave you enough details about yourself that it's real you know and it's so cool and so he went on there he won 2500 bucks <clears throat> what nice really yeah <laughs> Is so this so cool. like
2: a random fucking trivia show or what? Yeah,
1: the the answer that won, you know, the the thing that they had to bet their life on was the I don't know whatever the answer was, but it well I don't know what the question was, but the answer was Post Malone, and so and of course he got it no because he's he didn't. a Gen X his, what no his, he he like blanked and he couldn't get it and his uh, his partner got it with That's him incredible yeah
2: <laughs> so
1: anyway damn but dude I I've, I don't know about you guys but
2: I've always wondered how I would do on those shows. Let's see. Yeah. Because I've always, because you watch like Wheel of Fortune or what? what's the other big yeah. one? What's you would do fine Jeopardy. on Wheel of Fortune. Jeopardy. Yeah. Well, like you. on, like on like Wheel of
0: Fortune, you do fine on, I, I on I do Jeopardy?
1: Terrible. I don't know, dude. Both of those, I would suck. <clears> dude, I even with Roya. Dude. It would have to be a subject that I like really know. Like I it. know so much
2: stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> so much stupid shit. Hey, do you know how to take the square root of this? Absolutely not. However, I do know that Reagan was the 39th president. <laughs> Why do I know that? Why do I instantly know? And I don't even know if he's actually the 39th president. I was gonna say, but like that, but like that, but like that, that president, president. makes sense. Hey, who's our thirty president? No multiple choice. Ronald Reagan. You know <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest.
0: Me. If if Look that up. example who, who, was Who is
1: our 39th president?
2: Jimmy Carter. Nah. So he's the one after that. He's our fortieth president.
0: Okay. Either way, if that was your example, it's not going good.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> I, right. Mean,
0: I mean, like, you could have used a random piece of information you did know,
1: but that one you didn't. <laughs> oh no, Yeah. Was just give him well, like you, a totally know, random. You know deal. all the capitals. I remember that. That I was a big that. thing, like middle school. You were like, I know all the capitals. Yeah. Ask not, me. Not anymore. Though. Ask me anything. Yeah. You screwed up. We
2: screwed up on the <laughs> yeah. podcast. You don't remember that? Oh yeah. Oh, that's
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: it's funny. You know, what? let's try it right now. Give me, a, give me a random one. Give me a random state. Wyoming. 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 um,
1: Oh, God. (laughs)
2: Cheyenne.
0: Dude, that's the one he fucked up before, bro. Cheyenne.
1: Wyoming capital.
0: That's the one you screwed up before, dude.
1: Yeah, it's Cheyenne. Thank God. (laughs) Okay, give me one more since that was the one before. Um, Idaho.
2: Boise. Easy. (laughs) Potato capital of the world. So what? Dude, they put that on
1: their license plate. Why are they proud of it? All right. Nevada. Carson City. Straight up. Uh, Straight up. 100%. Capital of Nevada We're checking Carson City Yep Holy shit Why is Carson
0: City The capital of Nevada (laughs) You know what shit Fuck it Fuck it Give me another one (laughs) This
1: is amazing
0: right I mean it's so funny Um, South Carolina South
1: Carolina Columbus Yep
2: Columbia Oh Columbia That's impressive Yeah Like I don't know Raleigh is North Carolina Rhode Island um, Providence, yeah. Rhode, oh, you know Rhode Island sure. Yeah, I don't know any of this. Thing. No, for whatever reason, I just retain that information so hard, and I don't know why.
0: What about Connecticut?
2: Hartford. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, the guys. I mean,
1: unstoppable. I mean, honestly.
0: if it was a game show about capitals, you'd be, you'd be the guy,
1: <laughs> <laughs> just crushing it. Except when it's my
0: own. I mean, you're the guy. You know. No, he's got it down now. He fucked it up. Yeah. The first time. Now he's got it. I giant. just
2: sat down in a dark room and I
1: was like, "United States <laughs> Capitals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can still solve a Rubik's cube, so maybe. Of course you a, can. You and Lance Levitin sure are just a different breed. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you dude. know what would be a good game show is the minute to win it. I thought that was great. What but was they, that one about? That like you had to do certain things with random household items, like stack cups in a minute. Yeah. Oh, totally, dude. I thought That's... that was awesome, but it's like it was like one season and done. I'm like, and I think it's because everybody started doing the the tasks and got really good at them. Mm. Dude, so um I I did use Onyx, who is also sponsored this podcast. Yes,
0: Onyx is another sponsor of this podcast. And if you don't use them, them. then you're crazy. But tell us how you use them. Yeah.
1: So yeah, oh by the way, 50% or not 50% off. Wow. 20% off be
0: a good deal. 20% off MWF. Still a good deal. Two zero. MWF two zero. Um, MWF twenty, twenty percent off your elite membership with Onyx Hunt. Yep, do it. Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay. So we did use them to uh get to our last little to all of our spots really um one of the spots uh that we were going to we were trying to we we were like following this like motorcycle trail yeah and and so i tracked it with onyx with the little tracking thing or whatever and that's how i knew that i you know how much elevation we went and whatever miles and 16 miles in a day but um they we went across this like valley of rocks okay yeah stupidest thing i've ever done hunting Oh my gosh. And originally the guy that I was like photographing and filming, he went out across it first because he wanted me to take a picture of him. And so, um, I got the picture, picture was dope, but then all of a sudden I'm on this like rock slide and below me is a cliff. And Mm. on either like back is the saddle that we came from. And it's like, well, we got to go to the next saddle. So I start climbing across this rock slide and I like, I haven't really, like, when I, you know, am in the woods, like, if, if you get hurt, you know, you're screwed. There's yeah. no there's no service. You're in the right. middle of mountain valleys. It is not easy to get out of because it's not easy to get in. And um, and it would take a while for somebody to get out, get to service, contact somebody, and get them back to you. Like, yep. holy yep. crap, that would take forever. And so I'm walking across these rocks, and I tap one of them with my um, walking stick, that I had. Walking sticks are amazing, by the way. Don't hate on them. And um, and this massive rock that weighs, you know, five times me, okay, but is only like half my size, just tumbles. Tumbles down this mountain and it starts to cause other rocks to tumble right in front of me. If I would have stepped six inches or tried to step onto one of them, yeah. I would have been toast. Like I would have fallen over and then these rocks would have fallen on me. It would either broken my leg and I would have had to like amputate it or it would have taken me down this, this yeah. freaking cliff. cliff. So I turn around <laughs> to Ken, the guy that I was hunting with. And, uh, and I, I wanted to, to swear, but I did not. <laughs> I turned around to him. <laughs> I look at him. I go, this is stupid. Like, I just look at him and go, this is dumb. And <laughs> just furious. And because my client was already passed because I had already taken a picture of him or whatever. And he just, like, looks at me and, like, doesn't say anything. He's, like, just waiting for me to just, like, unleash on him. And, and I just turn back and keep walking. But I was like, dude, af- afterwards I, like, kissed the ground. And I was like, I am not going back that way. And we went back a different way. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was, dude, oh, my gosh. This is the dumbest thing I've ever done when it comes to hunting. But. Anyway, what did you guys hunt this week? Nothing.
2: You're working, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I was actually down in Rochester finishing Scott's shop at Mulker. Oh, yeah. So it is super fucking dope. Uh, the front part, so the back part is the call shop. The front part of his um, pole barn, which is completely finished inside, but the front part of the shop is going to be a social club. So there's, there used to be, from how I understand it, there used to be this like club in Rochester Where some of the guys that hunted pretty seriously Would go and hang out after And they'd have like chili and like a beer fridge Right so I don't really know what the operating Situation was
2: Obviously a lot of chili
0: (laughs) (laughs) But uh Anyway they, they closed their doors It's not open anymore I don't know for what I don't know for what reasons
2: Bro could you imagine Walking into a place Where's the fucking chili <laughs> That's what they do bro They he said Scott said they just had A crock pot of
0: chili And people would I don't know if it was just like Give a buck for a cup of chili And a buck for a beer I don't know how Is it Is there worked.
1: anywhere you can buy Just straight chili Like or do you have to make it Everybody's making. it
0: No you can get just chili I mean outside of like Sit down restaurants
1: Yeah like like just buy like a, a bucket of chili So that you can just Throw in a crock pot And heat it up Yeah you party. can
0: buy chili At Quick Trip Oh really yeah, like you can get mac and cheese, a bunch plug. of different soups. You can legitimately buy like a full fucking container full of it and just dump you it in a crock plug. I, d-
1: I think I did know that because my roommate—that's right? where he gets all of his. Well, he's moved out now, but that's where he got all of his meals. Quick Trip was yeah, it was at Quick Trip? Yeah. No, no joke. I'm serious. I'm
0: dead ass, dude. They yeah. have like chicken Alfredo and whatever, but no, yeah. you can get that. Okay. Otherwise, I have no idea. A
1: monster Java. Anyway.
0: Anyway, okay. I don't. I don't know, but so Scott is turning the front of it into something kind of like that for like some of his closest hunting buddies down there. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, it's going to be called the slow roll social club. <laughs> okay. Oh, and bent Scott, dude, <laughs> what the fuck, dude. he God. said, okay, I, I mean like I'm going to butcher this a little bit, but I'll try and tell it and maybe Scott will tell it in the podcast someday, but there was this guy he used to hunt with, right? Just a fucking hardcore grinder. Everybody knew this guy. He lived in a, in a either a trailer or a camper all year. And all he did was guide goose hunting and he would Duct tape his hands. <laughs> he had oh. duct taped hands. Okay, I think it was. I don't even remember the guy's name. It was some old curmudgeon name for sure. Like <laughs> Walter. Fucking, it was. It was like you know. I don't even know. Anyway, you should say
2: Walter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's my grandpa's name. <laughs> it's not really Is a curmudgeon, curmudgeon name either. No, he's no, not no, a curmudgeon. It's just like a
0: nice old man name. <laughs> okay. No. Anyway, Dwayne, Dwight.
2: Okay, <laughs> Am I we're, done, we're done with the fucking names, all right? Don't bring up. Duct tape hands.
0: Duct tape hands guy. And he used to sit, and it would be, he, Scott said it was like, it would be a really cold day, okay? And they would set up, and this guy's got duct taped hands, and he smoked Marlboro Red 100s, and fucking built, bit the filter off. Oh. So he'd put the cigarette in his mouth, chew on it, while they were setting up, Okay, and he, Scott said, the guy was the guy where he would only light one cigarette with a lighter the whole day. Oh, God. So he'd wow. light the first cigarette, That's and then every life. other cigarette was changed lit life. off the other cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he would sit there, though. They'd finally get everything set up. He'd sit down the layout blinds. It'd still be like blackout, colder than shit. And he'd look at everybody and go, today, it's going to be a slow roll today. <laughs> like that. And that meant the geese are going to get up really lethargic and kind of slow and just mosey over, I you know? I can hear
2: Scott in your oh, voice yeah. right yeah And
0: now. dude, Scott goes, yeah, well, I said, so Phil's not hunting anymore? He said, mm, Phil's not doing nothing anymore. <laughs> Died of lung cancer at 60. Oh my God. I don't know if that was Phil was his
1: name, but anyway. The guy, the guy I was hunting with this weekend said that his, I think it was his grandma, um, the doctor told him that... Uh, she, she can't get lung cancer because lung cancer can't survive in her lungs. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> of how
0: much she smoked. Oh, my God. That's insane.
1: Like, well, you beat it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're not supposed to be alive. Don't yeah. know how air gets through there, but. <laughs> <Holy> well, <God. laughs> anyway,
0: dude, it was so funny. So it's kind of like an ode to that. Yeah. Slow roll social club, but it's badass. It looks like something out of a scene in Yellowstone. Yeah. It, it looks like a Filson store. And when Scott called Joey and I in the very beginning, he's like, I want this thing to look like a Filson store. And you should have seen him the first day I showed up and said, we need 104 two by fours (laughs) to build these built-ins. He about shit his pants and he called me that and he's like, are you fucking (laughs) kidding me? He said, what are we building? I said, we're building built-ins, Scott, the way you want them to look like a Filson store. And he said... (laughs) A <laughs> hundred and four two by fours. I said Scott. I'm in Rochester right now. So if you don't want to do this, you better tell me. He said, I want to do it, but what are we building? <laughs> <And how laughs> I'm many, like, And how many did you have left over? We had one left over. <laughs> there, you, there you
2: go. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I I order that shit tight. I ain't playing. Good for you. That now that's a very super good. That's a that's gooder, a very that's super a, good. That's a gooder skill to have. It is a gooder skill to um, have for sure. Now, not only has Cal done a lot of the interior, I've done a lot on the exterior of Scott's shop, <laughs> making and it not leak, making it not have water come <laughs> a into <million> it. a million times. <laughs> yeah, you know, and just picture a shed built in the '80s hasn't been touched. <laughs> yeah. Leans and a little here, to the left, and here we are in 2020, <laughs> spike of the pandemic, and here we are. Hey, Joe, I uh, want to put drywall in this thing that's never supposed to have drywall in it. Uh, do, you mind, do you mind coming here and making it not leak? You got 14 hours for me to work on it, Scott? <laughs> but anyway, I want to save that conversation for when Scott yeah. comes on the podcast. Yeah. We gotta go because that it. shit is hilarious. Because Scott doesn't know how to do a fucking thing with his hands other than make goose calls. <laughs> and it's hilarious. I'm like, hey, man. Here's the deal. You got a bunch, like, for all the construction guys who listen to the podcast, all these pole barns were built with nails with rubber grommets on it, right? Right. right. So now when you have a bunch of wind and, you know, just expansion and contraction, all that stuff going on, these nails start to wiggle themselves out. And then eventually you will have water coming in at every fucking nail, right? Mm -hmm. So then I tell Scott, hey, bud, you don't want to pay me to do this because I'm going to charge you what it's. Meant to be charged Because I don't live in Rochester Right (laughs) Right. And he's like Oh fuck I, I know who to call Joe I know who to call I'm calling you I'm like I'm not gonna come out here For every fucking pop nail You can come out here And take out the nail And put in a screw so then he's like, no, no, I'm not going to do the fuck that. I'm not, <laughs> not going to fucking do that, Joe. I was like, God, you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> so then I'm like, Scott, come on up on the roof with me. He's like, I'm not going up there. I'm like, Scott <laughs> It's literally 15 feet off the ground. He's like, okay, Joe, if you need help carrying materials, I'll, I'll help you up there. So he goes up there with me. I was like, you see all these nails that are up there? He goes, yeah. I go you take a hammer or your fingers and you pull them out and you take a screw gun and you go. Oh, by <laughs> the way, and With a new screw. rubber grommet, by the way. Well, yeah, it's all connected to the screw. But I'm like, Scott, here's like, oh, fuck, I can do that. I was like, yeah, you can do that. Dude. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to tell you for 15 fucking minutes. Yeah. But anyway, love Scott. Piece of shit. Love
0: him. <laughs> no, no. But he did call you back to fix one, didn't he? To fix what? To fix a leak he just had like a month ago.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went there to fix um, skylights in the winter, and he didn't have any leaks from that. But when a rain come out of the east, then he called me. And it's because his ridge cap on his on mm. his roof is four inches on either side. Mm. So when you have a low slope pitch roof, rain can get up underneath that shit. Right. So then I added 12 inches or nine inches on either side and he hasn't had a problem since nice yeah so now don't act like i i fucked up okay i didn't don't act like i fucked no, up i didn't because you made it sound like i got a call back I no i way. thought
0: i thought you were i thought you were gonna tell us that he, he had you come back though to do one screw anyway like there was no. a little leak it
2: was like <laughs> like you had to
0: go back anyway
2: well no his his ceiling was bubbling yeah, from you that don't rainstorm. want that. No, you don't want that, especially when you just painted it black. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a black ceiling. Mm. You should have heard the hysteria in his voice. Hey, Joe, Um, <laughs> I got bubbles in my ceiling. What do I- <laughs> <laughs> it's like a screwdriver in where it's bubbling and drain out the water so it doesn't get worse. Are you sure I don't want to put a hole in the ceiling? <laughs> yeah, trust me. Oh, that's a good idea, Joe. Oh, it's almost like I've been doing it for 12 fucking years, Scott. <laughs> Anyway, good. And hey, that's what I did this past weekend.
0: I just went down there and I helped him finish that up. Cool. So I have a gift
1: for the podcast listeners. You have a gift. Yes. Okay. It's 20% off. That's oh, a 30, the 30 is minute this mark?
0: Is this a slash shop moment? Yep. Okay. Yep. Hit us with some slash, slash shop, shop information, moment. please. Then Connor. we
1: should, we, that should be a new segment. A slash shop moment. A slash shop moment. Every go podcast. ahead. Go ahead and like tell that. us the
0: slash shop moment, please.
1: Yep. Um, It is uh, 20% off. I made it uh, pumpkin spice start over dude I'm not impressed give me
0: like you mean it like tell me dude sell me bro sell me on it dude it's, it's the
1: fall and in the fall you enjoy a nice pumpkin spice latte and so I created a coupon code for your best best t-shirt you can for buy for your on the basic
2: bitch asses <laughs> we we gave you a promo code that's pumpkin spice is that with a space nope Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin Spice one, No more. space. And, pumpkin and what spice. does that give them? $4 off?
1: 20% off your t-shirts. Whatever, as many t-shirts as you want to buy. 20% off. Oh, my God. Whichever one. Is
2: it weird that I'm getting hard? <laughs> yeah, it's really weird, actually. All right. we need but a Pumpkin, pumpkin Spice shot. latte, dude? In my defense, he's looking dead ass into my eyes. <laughs> he is, and, yeah. And, and we all yeah. know that if anyone looks dead into my eyes, I get hard. It doesn't matter who it is? It doesn't matter. Wow. Oh That's too bad.
0: (laughs) It's not ideal, but uh you know, anyway, guys. Okay. And that's our Slash Shop moment with Connor. Yep. Appreciate that, Connor. Glad to have you back. Slash shop is always live when Connor's here. What'd you just say? Log on and buy some merch. Log on. He said. Log on Log on.
2: Log on. (laughs)
0: Okay. Oh my Joey, what did you hunt last weekend?
2: Dude, I hunted uh, geese on a public lake. Hunt and, some I, air. and I got my ass slapped.
0: Yeah. By fishermen? By fishermen. Yeah. Tell,
2: tell us the story, dude. Okay. So for all of you who don't know, muskie fishermen are the are the guys who have the, <laughs> are most, the, guys. <laughs> the most patience in the outdoor <laughs> industry. <laughs> they are called the fish of 10,000 casts. <laughs> yeah. Right? So now enter uh, me... Meeting a guy at the public launch, and I go, "Hey, you fishing or you hunting?" Before you go out, yeah, no, 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 it's like hour and a half before sunrise. Classic me, getting out there a little bit late, just perfect where I am, like hustling my bustle, and I get out there and I am set up perfect, you know. And I meet this guy at the launch. He has a son with him. I was like, "Hey, you guys hunting or fishing?" And he goes, "Hey, I am I am fishing." I was like, "Oh, you going for muskies?" He goes, "Yep." I go, "Hey, so I am gonna be hunting at this point." I've had a lot of trouble with people in the past fishing within a hundred feet of me hunting. And what that does is it screws up my hunting and I could possibly hit you with BBs. Yep. So I don't want to do that. Now this is a public lake, it's a huge lake. Yep. Go anywhere else. And he goes, No, yeah, no, yeah. we're, we're gonna go do our own thing. And I was like, okay, sounds good. So then I get set up, sun comes up. Guess who was 112 (laughs) feet in front of my fucking decoys? (laughs) That guy. No, it was that guy. And I yelled at him, and I go, Hey, bud. Think you could fish somewhere else? He goes, Well, didn't you see me? I go, No. (laughs) Well, this is a really good musky spot. You're going to see a bunch of other people the rest of the day. I was like, Go somewhere else. He goes, Well, I don't like the way that you're talking to me. I was like, I don't like that we have to have this conversation twice. (laughs) You know? And now you can hear me yelling in the mic because I'm still upset about it. (laughs) Now, I had a couple ducks buzz through my decoys. Did he leave? Yes, he did leave. Okay. After 38 minutes, he did
1: leave. Of casting.
2: Now, this is a big goose lake where they come and roost, loaf, whatever. It's a huge lake, and it's one of those rare areas where, like, you could hunt the roost mm-hmm. but you'll never actually technically hunt the roost if mm-hmm. that makes sense The huge lake i bet you it's about a thousand acres whatever okay and they roost in the middle of it so like you're not gonna mess up the hunting for the area. so the
0: lake is a roost but the spot isn't a roost correct right. it's a loaf
2: mm-hmm. and uh whatever so then first flock of geese comes in and I'm and i'm just amped right and I have, uh, I have a dozen dive bomb F ones. Yeah, and
0: knowing you, and if you listen to our last podcast, you you're so optimistic. Like they're fully committed.
2: You take but, optimism. Yeah. At, in instead of experience. And no, well, that's I okay. just go
0: with realism. So like, <laughs> so, I mean, just because you're like they're coming, if they come ten percent of the time, you say they're coming,
2: and if they come ten percent, that's of the
0: time, not I'm that's coming. not a, that's not experience.
2: And if they're coming ten percent of the time, I'm coming. 100% of the time.
0: It's bad odds, bro. It's bad odds. So, so anyway, okay, a, so you are a, optimistic. Okay. I have coming. a flock
2: of geese and they're interested. Fully committed. Right. It's 820 in the morning and I'm like, cool. I don't see any fishermen around. I'm good. Right. I'm really hidden with the dog and I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Start calling. They're not like, like they weren't coming at me. They're flying across the lake. Start calling. Then they turned and they're locked and I'm like, here we go, baby. 180 yards out. I mean, there are ways out. And they're locked. It's foggy, no wind, you know, anything can go wrong. Then all of a sudden I I hear people talking to my left. And I'm like, "Oh my god." And I and I and I'm like calling these geese and I hear them go, "I think someone's hunting there." And I go, "Oh shit." <laughs> and these geese get it at like 65 yards and then they pick back up in altitude and they fly over where I'm hunting. And I'm like, "You got to be shitting me." And I walk out further from my hunting spot to where I'm not hidden anymore. Mm -hmm. And I see a fisherman 80 fucking yards from my goose spread. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. So then I talk to them. I'm like, hey, guys, any chance you could not fish where I'm hunting? And they go, well, we're just fishing. I go, I know. Can you do it on any other point in this lake? They go, well, we didn't know you were hunting. I was like, I heard you say, I think he's hunting. Please. Remove yourself from the area. (laughs) And then they they gave me some choice words, and I gave them some choice words back. Yeah, uh uh-huh. And then they left. And I was like, there we go. You know, get fucked. Get the fuck out of here. I'm like, I'm pissed at this point because they just ruined a perfect eight pack landing into the decoys. 25 minutes goes by. Don't see any more fishermen. I'm like, thank God, you know, the fishermen are done today. Wrong. Another flock of 15 geese. Lock up. Same thing. Lock up. And I mean, like when I say they are committed, boys, they're doing it. They are doing it where I'm for sure getting one goose, you know? Like the way that they're coming in and the altitude that they're coming in at, they're done, you Mm -hmm. know? And I see a boat. Coming from the launch at full bore. I mean, (laughs) like a 300 horsepower Yamaha, you know, and these guys are just booking it. And I see them start to slow down in speed. Like they recognize that I'm hunting and they can see me, you know? Yeah. And I do one of these deals where I'm like waving and I, and I literally immediately see them slow down in the boat. I literally see them, their throttle go down. Uh I'm like, sweet. And I hear them say, I think he's hunting there in the boat. How could you hear that so far away? Because there's no wind. Yeah, There's no wind. They were only like 200 yards from me at this point. Okay, And these geese are like 150 yards out, and they're coming from a different direction. So I'm like, okay, I got these things. They slowed down, whatever. They then add more horsepower to the motor, <laughs> and they continue to get it within 100 yards of my spread. And these geese say... Mm. that seems sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> and they peel off, and I'm like, you gotta be fucking shitting me. And I shit you not, these guys drifted in within 45 yards of my spread. What'd so you, what you, you say? could have shot him. And I said, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's what you said to them? I said, are you fucking kidding me? And they go, what? <laughs> I go, I you, are shoot? Screw- yeah. you are screwing up my hunt. Why do you need to come this close to me? <laughs> well, well yeah, I come on dude I'm like dude you have the whole lake to fish and you see a pile of decoys in front of me and you say let's fish there <laughs> yeah and he goes well I'm sorry man I didn't realize it would screw up your hunt I go that's okay can you please go somewhere else sure man and they continue to dawdle they put in their trolling motor and they continue to dawdle away from where I'm at and I'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me dude so, Unreal. That Dude, was my weekend.
0: Micah, my brother, mm-hmm. lives in uh, Colorado in the mountains, mm-hmm. and they hunted this weekend. I shit you not, bro. He said they had a guy on a fucking paddleboard <laughs> <laughs> paddle through their decoys. <laughs> and Micah said, hey, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and the guy said, are you actually allowed to have decoys and hunt on state land? <laughs> and Micah said, state land is the largest used platform <laughs> for killing animals in this country. And the guy said, well, that's just not right. <laughs> and then he sat there and played around with their decoys with his paddle, oh. asking them about why oh. it was legal for them to, and Micah said, Hey, get out, get out now. Okay, in honesty, man, you might want to think about it. Like, we're sitting here hunting. We are shooting birds. Okay. So if birds come in right now, I'm gonna shoot at birds and you're in a paddle board in our decoys. Yep. And he left, but he just left with the whole like well, I can't believe you guys can hunt here. Blah blah. It's unbelievable. Ridiculous. And he's like, dude, the the day you have a paddle border come through your decoys, that's when you know you live in Colorado. Yep. He's like unbelievable, man. My God, dude. I
2: I I, there's just something about hunter harassment right just that just gets my blood boiling to a new level. Because I'm not and both of you know me pretty well. I'm not normally the person to just be like, hey, fuck you, dude. However, when like I'll give I'll give someone the benefit of the doubt, be like, oh, okay, you know, I've been there before. Mm. You know. However, when it comes to Hunter harassment. And you get closer to the decoys and they're not moving and you realize someone's hunting here and you get closer and you're like, I think I'll ruin this person's hunt. That's when, that's what just sets me off. Yeah. And the first time that I really dealt with hunter harassment is when I took someone else, um, out hunting for their first time and they ruined his hunt and he doesn't want a waterfowl hunt anymore. Yeah. And that's what just was drove a, me in
1: the flooded timber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was
2: in the, on that same place. Yeah. Yep. And that's what drove me to, you know, really telling people, "Hey, you're a piece of shit." Yeah, you know? hey,
0: you are harassing me. I am legally allowed to do what I'm doing right now, and you are, <coughs> you are harassing me. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just
2: gonna get worse. It, yeah. it'll probably get worse. And I think it's a Minnesota thing, honestly. Like if you uh, if you look at where we
1: are, clearly right not. Now, it's also the, a
0: Colorado thing, by the way. Sure.
1: I mean, in the <laughs> West, aside from Colorado, like hunting is is pretty commonplace, and so I think that it's a little bit better. Um, but you know, uh, well in li- li- the south, liberal states, it's
0: right liberal states. Yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah, because like that wouldn't happen. I mean, you wouldn't have that shit. I'm like, surprised
1: like, a place like Fall Feathers is still rolling. Chicago, I know, dude. Right. Well, like, it's an yeah. hour and a half southwest. Dude, of I'll Chicago. say this though, still like in the man, people
0: don't realize like there's a lot of history and tradition and culture wrapped up in hunting. Yeah, and there's a lot of old ass senators and governors that you know. <laughs> I
2: mean, legitimately, like, this is, it's their culture, man. Name one. Name one what? Senator who hunts. <laughs> senator who yeah, hunts? I don't know. I couldn't. Yeah, name couldn't a senator name who hunts, Cal. I couldn't name one. Okay. I literally couldn't.
0: I'm not saying that they're, like, avid hunters. I'm just saying, like, it might mean something to them. Dude, mm. dude, um,
1: dude, dude. Trump Jr.? Yeah. He is a hunter. Yeah, I know. Like, legit. Mm-hmm. like i i did not expect it i thought you know like he's got a lot of money and so like yeah he'll go and do on some nice hunts you know because it's whatever whatever but no like he he actually like runs with him you know he, he went and did a like dull sheep hunt um that's that's some hard stuff and he he did it you know and like i i, I was impressed by that how what do you think we would need to do to get like donald
2: trump jr on a Midwest Flowers video. Get huge. I don't know. Oh. Midwest Flowers video?
1: Yeah. yeah. Dude, he's he's done stuff like that before. I know. Like, you know, you just message him and he's like, thanks, man. You know, and like, and we'll reply back. Like, you know, I got a fun thing.
2: Why don't you guys leave a review on here on who, what celebrity that we should get out hunting on us, yeah. hunting with us on a video? And we, yeah. will, and we will reach out to that person.
0: You know what else? Yeah. Leave us a review and let us know what guests you want to hear us have on too. That's yeah, a well, good, that's a that'd be one.
1: good. What we should do is do like a some kind of a story or something like that and just have, or do a post and just have everybody tag them in the comments. There you go. Yeah. That, so you. What, that's a really good idea. Whatever you guys do, whatever you guys send us or whatever, whoever gets the most votes, we'll, we'll do like a little poll on uh, on our story. And then whoever we have, we'll, we'll post about it we'll try and get you guys to help us out here and share it. Just everybody send it to them. Everybody tag them and everybody comment their name. Like it would ha- it would work in the meantime, leave a rating maybe if you're just like super
0: <laughs> fucking lazy.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like that'd be really dope too. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. We're getting close to a giveaway.
0: We are. We're getting really close.
2: So please just, yeah, just leave a rating. It'd be really dope. You know what? Something that I wanted to talk to about, talk about on the podcast tonight. Um, What's crazy about this year? Obviously, um, north of Iowa, I would just, I would say, has has been in a drought. So yeah. north, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, our leaves all are of us, starting to turn. Yeah, our leaves are starting to turn probably earlier than our, in, in, in our, our lives. In our yeah. lives, but also, I can't remember corn being pulled in Minnesota. Before duck opener, yeah.
0: I also can't remember it being eighty four degrees. Yeah, in I
2: can Yeah, in that's all,
1: that's weird. It is weird. That's
2: really weird. I can. I remember that actually. The, it, it can it can still get warm in October pretty hard, but um, yeah. but that's because I'm roofing and you need a certain degree in order to install shingles. As long as it's over thirty degrees, you're good. But um, even last year, we were. I installed a roof in December because it was yeah. over thirty degrees. You know, we got snow in October. Anyway, but what I wanted to talk about on this podcast was the fact that corn was getting pulled before beans this year. Even where I live right now, yeah. in central Minnesota, west of uh, the Twin Cities. And it's because it's so dry? Because it was so dry. And I and I talked to the farmer who combines the field next to me. He's like, yeah, man. Like, we had a good corn. We had a good uh, corn year. But at the same time, um, it was just ready to be picked, you know? And so I'm interested to see what that does. I think our early season is going to be better because so much corn is pulled, but at the same time, our late season will not be as good because everything will be tilled under so quickly. Mm -hmm. I bet you by Halloween, 90% of our fields in the Twin Cities metro or west, it's going to be black. Yeah, It's going to be black. And I think birds are going to push because they're going to have to work harder for their food, whereas in years past, they don't have to work as hard. And I don't know, and I was going to ask your guys' opinion on that. What do you think about the corn being pulled before beans? I mean, just like the harvest this year, how is that going to affect birds?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, from the lack of knowledge that I have, but it's it seems to me like if there is something to be eaten up, like it could be eaten up or go away in that time frame a lot quicker. And if they have moved on in the past in like November or whatever, because of that being gone, yeah, of course, everything's going to be pushed pushed up you but, think they're going to move quicker? Well, if the, if I guess I don't really I haven't really followed the trends in the past, but if if the trends of the past is like, oh yeah, usually like the food is essentially gone by late November and they move on, then yeah, it's going to get pushed up because everything's getting everything's <coughs> happening earlier. Well, let me explain it to the podcast here.
2: Usually our corn gets starts getting harvested mid-October, late October, right? The majority of our corn starts getting pulled in November, right? But why do the birds push? The birds push because of weather, because of the right, cold, because and that's of, why because of because yeah. of water getting frozen. That's
0: why I'm trying to. Con- I'm confused about what your
2: question is. Is your right. qu- yeah? Is your question right.
0: that they're going to come sooner, or that when they do finally leave, there won't be food here and they're just going to fly over? So
2: us? my thing is, Farmers' Almanac told us this year in Minnesota that we're going to have a cold, dry winter which means we're not going to get a whole lot of precipitation which Mm -hmm. means we're not going to get a whole lot of snow so what that means is our fields are going to get tilled under quicker so when they leave canada they are not going to stay long because there's not a whole lot of food for them they're going to keep pushing south
1: i think uh, i don't know i think that if if it's cold and dry because like the them not being able to get food usually happens because of snow right That is a that is a good portion of it. However, and and like in water because it it
2: freezes, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So the two things that birds need are food and water. Yes. Because water is where they're safe and where they socialize and they eat some, you know. But at the same time, um, like they can't. They're not safe on land. Yeah. You know. And then they need food, aka grain. Yeah. So, if our grain is tilled under. And they they're flying over and they just see black fields well, but, versus
1: a golden cornfield. So then, there's my question: is do, but have they do they leave in have they left in previous years because food is tilled under or is it because the weather's no? Cold? It's because the weather's too bad, right? I think it's a combination of the both, but I think it's
2: mostly because of weather. Yeah. yeah, because mallards we get our bulk push of mallards in December, two weeks after season closes. So our season closes here in central Minnesota. Thanksgiving weekend mm-hmm. and the big push of mallards come first, second week of December. And so, but the reason that they stay is because we have open water compared to up in Canada. Yeah. They can find food wherever, you know, like what's more efficient for a bird flying and finding food or staying in an area and foraging for food. Then I don't
0: think I, it's going to affect it. Yeah. I don't think it's going to affect it as much as you think. And I'll say this too. It's too damn warm. It's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just looked up the average temperature, dude, in October in Minnesota. No, we're good. Fifty-five degrees in October. In October, yeah. Right now, right now, the average daily temp is seventy-eight. Whoa! This last
2: week, it's hot. It's hot. Yeah. But like, at the end of but at the end of October, and I've been researching this specifically for roofing. Right, the coldest it's gonna get in October is twenty-four degrees
0: this this october. Yes, no chance.
2: Yep, at the end of October, uh, I think it's October 28th, it's going to get to 24 degrees in the morning.
0: Who well, who says that? Who's saying that? What is that? What is saying?
2: weather? The monthly forecast? Hmm. I was
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to take a serious fucking nose dive here. Yeah. And
2: and I also I don't know.
0: I just it's it's too hot.
1: I mean, there it's are, way too hot. I was in Idaho and it got down to 21 at night. Um Yeah, and so, I mean, and that's in the mountains, but it's, you know, like the lower 48 is like it, it will get cold.
0: Yeah, I know it's going to get cold. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think that it's going to get cold as fast as it usually does. Like, it's not going to be fucking 40 degrees at the
2: end of October. I think we're going to get a fucking cold snap, or we're going to get screwed. Yeah, I don't know. Because I think- That's more what I'm worried about than the food. 11th of October, you watch, we will get to 10 at night, and it it won't get above 22 during the day, and we'll get screwed. It's going to be weird. In six days. It's going to be weird. In six
0: days. I you guarantee six you. days from now it's gonna be eleven degrees at night. Six days, you said eleventh of October. Yeah, it's October. It's October sixth. Sixth. Yeah, that's more than eleven days, bud. I said in five days, bro. Or I said in six days. I thought it was the fifth today. Sorry.
1: Yeah, you said eleventh October eleventh. Yeah, November. I said five days. I said November. November 11th. You said October, but
0: my bad. I said okay, November. You said, we'll, just, well, I mean, it's, well, on, what, it's, literally, what, recorded. it's literally recorded, so, so you can be wrong. I, I, well, what recorded. I meant
2: to say was November. I'm okay. not saying right okay. now in October. Okay. okay. No, but it's just like our weather here is so fickle, especially in November. You never know what you're going to get because there's no been Novembers in the past where you have 50 degrees during the day and 30 degrees at night, and then as soon as December hits, it's like negative 10. Right. When it's you like moved your, your hand. Hell.
1: I got a whiff of the candle. It smelled good. You
2: like that? Well, I, now, want, I want. Now we know that Connor Ooh. doesn't have COVID. <laughs> so that's yeah. good. I have
1: my zinc in my hand. You can smell. You have your antibodies. Yeah, dude. Nice. I do
2: ivermectin. Do you yeah. really? No. You, you do alpha brain as well, Joe Rogan? I don't know what <laughs> that is. What is alpha brain? You do on it? On it? What is that? You haven't seen those?
0: No, just- dude. I have not. All I right. mean- I was just making a joke about ivermectin. but
2: All over Instagram. Ivermectin. Ivermectin.
0: Ivermectin. You have to have a prescription for it.
2: I inject bleach. So how how do you get a prescription for something
0: you don't need right now? Yeah, That's very confusing. Joe Rogan, as soon as he got COVID, took ivermectin. So how do you get a prescription for something you don't need right now? A lot of money. Yeah. Just money. (laughs) Just money. A lot of money. Hey, and if you think that the healthcare system is only off (laughs) of the money, okay? No, you cannot get ivermectin just because. But I have a lot of money. Okay, you can get ivermectin whenever you need. (laughs) Um, What are you thinking? We have we have an ivermectin expert behind us talking about ivermectin. Ivermectin, (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway,
2: (laughs) in the next the next five days, I'm going to be going up in uh, northern Minnesota with uh, Tate Hartman from Paradise Plains. He's an owner of Paradise Plains, and then two of his guides who I've given goose calling lessons to over the summer, and we are going to. Go up there during the split. During the Because we're in the split right now zone. in we're Minnesota. In the, we're in the split in the uh, central zone here, and we are going to go to an area that I have never hunted birds. And we, I will be filming videos. Don't know how good they'll be, but I will be filming videos while I am up there. And it should be a good time, regardless of regardless of how the hunt goes. I will have fun because yes. it's with a good group of guys. And um, we're essentially going to be going to a lot of public land for the first day or two. And then from there, we're going to scout and get permission for private land. I mean, just depending on where the birds are going. So um, for everyone on the podcast who is always asking Midwest Flyaways and me personally, how do you get permission? How are you finding birds? You just got to pick an area. Just hunt down social media. Like what I did this week is I I knew Tate and the guys were coming up this week. And so I hit up everyone I knew that was east or, I'm sorry, north of 210, Highway 210, which is the north zone. And I said, hey, where should I go for birds? I'm not asking for a field. I'm like, hey, what's a good area for me to go to? Yep. And those people were like, hey, you should check out this area. I'm like, cool. Sounds good. So tomorrow morning, we are going to take Cal's boat, the bruiser. The bruiser's going. The bruising cruiser. We're going to take yep. the bruiser and we're going to hit up a public lake for ducks and probably some geese. I'm going to bring two dozen goose floaters and three dozen duck floaters and three lucky ducks. And we're going to hit up a lake. And then from there. local. We're gonna, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Wait, what?
0: Local. You're hitting up a lake local. Like you guys are going to hunt here and then leave town.
2: No, no, no. no, no. We can't hunt here because it's the split. Yeah. We're, oh we're yeah. Gonna, no shit. We're going <laughs> to. I'm like, what? Hey bud. But, hey, really Hi. quick, though, how early are you leaving then? We're going to probably leave at, like, 2 a.m. Oh, my God. I know. Okay. Yeah, we're going to leave here at 2 a.m. It's 9.45, by the we're way. We're going to go 100%. up to a public lake that I picked on a map. No one gave me a name of a lake. They just said an area. So I'm going to pick a lake, and we're going to go up there, and we're going to hunt it. I'm going to film it. And from there, we're going to scout in the afternoon, we're going to hunt the next morning in the same area. And then from there, we'll probably go to the cabin, or we'll come back into the metro. Mm. Nice. Nice. So it, it'll be a really fun trip. I'm going to be it. guiding some guides. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. all right <laughs> nice. should be fun, man. Yeah. pressure's on, motherfucker. Pressure is on,
1: dude. Big time. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. S- several, ya. several things. MWF20 for Onyx, Onyx Hunt. Hunt. Pumpkin <laughs> Spice. Pump you guys at Quick Trip. 20% off t-shirts. Slash shop. Yeah. Leave oh. a rating and a review. Yep. And uh, one more thing.